Hello and welcome to Unrequested with Rad and Shank. I'm Rad. This Shank. And today uh, we are going to talk about, or we're going to answer, I guess we're going to talk, answer and talk about it, mm. um, questions that you should ask before you get married. What do you mm. think about that, Shank? This is... This is going to be interesting because I don't know what I would be interested to find out if 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 that concept, just in general traditions, like you know, asking the father, yeah, for the daughter's hand in marriage. And, oh, you're going that you know, route. like okay, you know, marital counseling uh-huh. or um, balancing if you want kids in the house. Like, I wonder if that's changed. Well, you know, and I would. That's such a good point. Has it changed? And I don't know if you absolutely ask questions. You know, I think in Mm -hmm. the, you know, the woo phase is what I call it when you're dating, right? And then the engagement, I think you're working through those things. You should be establishing or or learning about each other, right? To where um, you kind of have an idea. You have a grip on things a little Mm -hmm. bit of who this person is a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, But you never know. I mean, depends on the, I think it depends on how long you were together or how long the engagement was. Mm -hmm. Like Jennifer and I were together for two years before we got married. You guys were together for a while before you got married, like a long while. Five years? Yeah. So we had a Mm -hmm. lot of time to discover good, bad, ugly, indifferent, like all these things and still decide, yeah, we really want to be with this person. Mm -hmm. There was, I wouldn't say there was no newness, but there was no shock. You mm-hmm. still have new things that come into a relationship when when you officially become married, mm-hmm. but I think the the I think the big ticket kind of things that would knock you off your rocker a little bit. <laughs> I would imagine that when you're five years in, two years to five years into a relationship, like those things have kind of like surfaced. Yeah, surfaced already. It should. I, I would. I would hope. I would hope. I would hope. Unless this person's like, damn, been like faking a, it for five years. Yeah. And like, now you see the real me. Whoa. Or, or, what the, or what like the? American Psycho. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Man, yeah. that's that's well, real. Now, now to that point, <laughs> like those people were like they were married to someone for ten years. I thought I knew him. Like, isn't that crazy? Some so questions I guess you need to ask. Right? But would you get the answers? The real answers? If I don't know, know if you, I think you get a bag of cats. <laughs> that's what's gonna happen you don't get a bag of cats yeah, like it's, you're gonna get scratched up yeah. and there's gonna be times where people will probably you'll have to like find the answer just by living with them mm-hmm. i mean i mean yeah. mm. it's it's here's the thing do you ever really know anyone i think right. i'm gonna say yes but not always you can't bank mm. on it but like i would say i know jennifer mm-hmm. right? um and then you know but I'm sure that someone who was su- surprised, I'm a, you know, I'm doing all this in the back, mm-hmm. right? I, I'm sure they would say the same thing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So what do you think? Do I, you I ever heard. really know some, really know someone like to the deepest level that everyone, now you being you, you could answer, <laughs> you could answer yes. You think yeah. so? Dude, come on. Does Angie know you to the deepest depths of who you are? I would imagine. Oh, yeah, she does. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? She does. So your answer would be yes. I Same with me. We're open books. Yeah. I mean, dude, we're, we air our opinion out every week. Yeah, <laughs> we do. Yeah, so we do. Like, but, you know, yeah, you could definitely be the guy who has a wears that hat and then hides yeah. certain things, right? Yeah. You're, you're of two minds or, or five. What's that one <laughs> show? Um, uh was it 90 day fiance yeah. or do who who watches oh, do y'all watch any of that stuff yeah, yes Jennifer i'm and kind Shay. of behind but i've oh, watched it for Shay's? years remember they were always talking about that oh. show but so, to, go ahead oh i was gonna ask jen so what's your take on it and then knowing that you actually watch like 90 day fiance and all that 
Like if you know someone before you get married? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. comparing that show and then knowing that we're getting ready to ask these questions, thinking about that show, like, dang, yeah, this. Dude, not even they, that They show. need to be asking questions. The, the freaking, yes. what's the one we were just watching on Netflix where they Which like one? meet each other and then they, they propose to each other before they even see each oh, other? What was, what that? was what that? that one? Because we all watched that. Love. We all watched that. Love is blind. Love is blind. Love is blind. Yes. You know, and so it's like, yeah. I know you're doing it for the show, but. And, and I guess there's some people might look to the excitement of getting to know someone in the marriage. Mm-hmm. But to me, that that line, that's a line that you shouldn't cross. I don't know mm. if questions, because uh, after watching 90 Day Fiance, I don't think asking questions, like having a list of questions it's, to ask not, someone. Yeah. I mean, you will get to know them specifically uh, answering those questions, but... When they they have so much time when they're meeting each other and video chatting and text mm. messaging and, and talking and talking, mm. they're getting to know each other. But as soon as they link up, like there's two totally separate people because the person really? you put forward, like if I blatantly ask you, um, what is your love language, right? Mm. And you tell me, I I like this love language. So you're like, okay, when we meet, I know I should like. If you mm-hmm. like physical touch, I should hug you and stuff. Right. But then in person, they might be completely different. Like mm-hmm. you never, you know, buy me a gift and you never tell me how much you love me. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, I thought your love language was blah. Yeah. So I don't know if asking questions can ever prepare you fully. And, know I, I don't think, and, and know what you want. Yeah. yeah. Like truly know what you well, want. I don't think conversation yeah. in itself will ever really get you to the bottom of who someone is because I think there's yeah. words and there's, there's experiences, actions, right? You got to go. So through. there's what you say and there's what you do. And do they match up? Yeah. Now down the line, some people, you know, if they say things, they, they believe things enough or they tell themselves they're a certain way enough, they'll, they'll become that person. But some people say what they think they should say mm-hmm. or something that, that they talk about as if they're the person they'd like to be. But mm-hmm. then when they're in the relationship, they're showing the person they really are. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just, it's not, mm-hmm. you know, it's not what you sold. Yeah. Once right? you, meet you sold them, them a, a lemon, you know what I mean? And yeah. then they turn out to be a narcissist <laughs> yeah. and they're manipulating yeah. you the whole time. Exactly. And manipulating mm-hmm. themselves because the lies don't stop with me, like me or the person telling someone else lies. Mm-hmm. People lie to themselves. You know, I, I say it as a joke all the time. I don't know if you've heard me say this. When people say I'm joking, I'm always like, you know, lying to yourself is still lying. Mm. I always joke around like that. But I'm always telling people when they say something, I'm like, I've seen you do otherwise. So, yeah. hey, man. I, and now, if you're trying to become that, that's one thing. But if you're flat out lying or you, you're trying to convince yourself you are this way, look at your actions. Yeah. And some people may respond uh with what they think you want to hear. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hurt people hurt people. Yeah. Hurt- <laughs> <laughs> they do. They I sure mean, because, you know, they didn't, people are not like that just by, they just, they didn't wake up like that. Mm-hmm. Like, they were shaped by some, mm-hmm. some experiences, you know what I yeah. mean? And so yeah. they have their guard up. Um, and to a certain degree, that slows down true vulnerable connections Absolutely. with people that you yeah. need to have. So. so with all that said, let's see what are the questions that you could potentially ask. But we've, uh, we've established, that. right. We've established that <laughs> I believe, I'm of the, the mindset that, you know, conversation is just not going to get you to the bottom of who someone really is. Right. Yeah. Actions speak. Now, um, 
deep conversations. You can tell when you're having a deep conversation with mm-hmm. someone and then you have these moments of connection. I think that's part of what draws the attraction of two people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, then you mm-hmm. got you really have to just pay attention. You don't want to be guarded, but you don't want to be wide open. I think there's this balance you have to strike. Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? But uh, with all that said, Jennifer, what kind of questions did you find on the internet? So... <laughs> There's a lot. There's a list of 276 questions you can ask before you get married. Wait. So I, when I Googled this, I showed you a couple of lists. There are so many lists out there. Like, so what, did someone many. just decide, like, Shake was sitting there one day and he's working from home and he's like, you know what? I'm going to put a list together of all the questions I think I might <laughs> I might ask someone before I get married. Or I should have. You're all miserable. Yeah. Or I should have asked before I got married. Yeah. <laughs> I think these are just blog <laughs> SEO fillers. Is it? I don't think they really care. Well, let's right. see what the SEO is filling. What SEO? they're filling with the SEO. So the reason I have the 276 question list is because I don't think it's much of a blog filler because it's actual just questions. It doesn't have any context around them. But okay. there's, there's several... Um, categories mm. that you can narrow it down to. Is there any categories you would think well, of? Um, work, home, relationship, history, sex, health. Hey, let's just parenthood. Let's, let's take take one from each one. Okay. Okay. So work. Give me a number between one and ten. Three. Five. <laughs> <laughs> the five. The f- so something you may want to ask before you get married. Is what does your job entail? Well, wouldn't you know that, <laughs> right? Oh. No, Jennifer. I don't know if this is a, a list of questions asked before you marry, um, like someone random off the internet, or <laughs> see that's that's what I was worried about. Some of these questions are like, no, that's not a question. That's a that's just if you're about to marry this person, that should have been established. Yeah, I know I mean, what maybe you're it's doing not like I'm going to sit down and get married to you, but these are all questions you should ask before you consider marrying. Well, is there something with a little more depth? That one was kind of... Yeah. That didn't I mean, break I, the I surface see, of the water, man. I could see having a conversation with and just to like understand her financial behaviors, like what your spending I, habits. I, again, I feel like, and it may, we may be the wrong people because we're not yeah. like, run, we're not the type to run out and spontaneously like get married after six months. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I would know m- most of that. I, and I, While I, you're you know, dating? I would, I would think so. Because I'm the type. Well, here, well here's the now. thing. I'm the type to. I'm the type to where we would move in together. We'd probably combine our finances. Like all that would have happened before we got married. Oh, that's so where you're coming know. from. That, that's just me. Like, okay. You know, we, did you not? I, I we didn't do it out the gate like that. Well, before you I were think, married, I though. think maybe around. Maybe around year four, we but it started. Was, but it still happened before you were But it were still married. happened before. So I you was were married. able to know, to, to understand the patterns. And even if you Very don't combine true. your finances, you're in a relationship, in, in, excuse me, you're in a relationship, mm-hmm. <laughs> hopefully mm-hmm. singular. And uh, you see like what they spend their money on or when they're hurting for money because they're confiding in you. And mm-hmm. why you never got no money? Oh, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You pay or, my rent next right. month? Or you, you, you see these patterns or you hey. see, hey, they always have money or they're yeah. better than me with money or whatever. You, those things should be above, surf, above the surface mm-hmm. at this point. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is there a deeper one for that one? All right. <clears throat> this is an interesting question, but okay. I think that this one would change over time. Mm-hmm. But how will you handle if we drift? How will you handle it if we drift apart? 
work, kids, Ooh. and life in general will distract you from the couple part of being a couple at times. Mm-hmm. What is more likely to sound the alarm and how will you reconnect? That is a great question because mm-hmm. that is not something you will ask because when you're in the euphoria mm-hmm. of the early relationship and you're in the, the even more euphoric uh, next level of, of engagement where you're excited to be married, mm-hmm. like you're just thinking it's going to be like this forever. Mm-hmm. Right, so yeah. you're not you don't have the force or the experience to know that there's going to be lulls. Absolutely. Right? So that's a great question. So how would you answer that? Like, how how would you handle the lulls? You know, I know mm. how I've handled them because I've been married for 20 years. But I mean, I think you got to oh, put yourself in the beginning of before marriage. Yeah. yeah. How would you have answered? That? How would I have answered? Probably just open and honest communication. Mm-hmm. Now, are you answering that because you know that works now? Or would you have said that back then? If I said that back, no, I probably wouldn't have said that back then. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like, I wouldn't have been that yeah, deep back then. <laughs> nah. I'm like, girl, I, I love you, I girl. Said. We're going to ride or die through anything. I probably would have been like, I don't know, you know, because <laughs> yeah. that question it really is spinning for like long, yeah, that's, ten, that's like something relationships you ask. that's people have been together yeah. for a while. If you have yeah. married friends, you're like, hey, yeah. how do you guys deal with this? And it's like, yeah. oh, well, let me tell you, girl, you know, uh-huh. but yeah, that's not stuff I could, I'll tell you back then, I would have been like, what? I don't, I don't man, know. We're going to be fine. I don't know. That, well, cross yeah. that bridge when it comes <laughs> But now, yeah, yeah, my answer is like, yeah, open and honest communication. Absolutely. I, uh, communication now, it's there's key. obviously, um, you have to maintain your interest in that person. And however that sh- takes shape, mm-hmm. um, it's easy to fall, to drift apart 100%. Yeah. And if you don't kind of find a way to reconnect and pull yourselves back together, I mean, communication is number one. That's the only way you're going to find out. Because then if you don't communicate, you won't even know that there's a, a the, the, that, uh, the rift is happening, really. You're just kind of in denial. This is my life. Or you get content. And then you don't share your true feelings on that, that mm-hmm. distance yeah mm-hmm. so then i'm saying that after that okay so now how do you reconnect i think there has to be a way like uh when jennifer and you were married 20 years man it happened a couple times right mm-hmm. but it was always finding our our way back to like why we were in love with each other mm-hmm. you know and and then and, and on it, it wasn't going back to the things that we found it was new things about that we grew into mm-hmm. that we were able to fall in love with and mm-hmm. fall in love with the new person that was growing up and stuff like that. But you really have to reconnect and almost like fall back in love. Oh yeah. Does that make sense? And to add on to that mm-hmm. for our, our long tenured like relationship, <laughs> yep. like advice for our folks that are listening that are, you know, early on in their relationship, vulnerability mm-hmm. is critical, but safety, you have to, you have to create a safe space. Safety, man. Or else who um, wants to be vulnerable when someone's like going to yeah. just shred you? Like you, yep. you got to feel safe in being vulnerable. Yeah. And you'll find it. Like there's no, I will say there's no, um, you know, shoe that fits every scenario. Absolutely. But I think relationships, they'll, they'll ebb and flow and they're, they'll, they'll find their safe mm-hmm. zones. But they have to experience Absolutely. Some well, not so safe zones to say, hey, that yeah. did not make me feel safe. Yeah. Well, and so. to that point, and if you're trying to grow into that, and the other person is so like dead set against it, like it is, it's this way or it's nothing. Mm. You have to have the courage to walk away. Make me hot. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like if you're just like, well, I don't care that you feel this way. I yeah. like our my my life and the way that things are, and I could do whatever, blah, 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 whatever. However ugly the other side can be about it then you have to have the courage to walk away from that relationship, mm-hmm. right? 
And now, then now, potentially find the one you are looking for. And then the flip side, now in the confines of a marriage, mm-hmm. you have to be able to walk through disagreements, like knowing that you both are probably going to have to just to agree to disagree. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, you're going to have to, you have, yeah, it, it's trust. And it's, find that middle ground. Yeah. It, it, and, um, and it's also, I say when you're distant like that and you're trying to pull back or, or, or you know, stitch things back together mm-hmm. and then, you know, let that all heal up. I think that it has to be that both sides are fighting for it. For sure. And if you don't see Equal that fight. on one side or the other, <clears throat> mm-hmm. And then it's like one side cannot save a marriage. Mm-hmm. Well, it can't. I it, been down that road and seen it and see it in relationships. Like one side is fighting so hard. It takes two. And then this person is like basically kissing the ass of the other person, trying to like pull them back mm-hmm. into the relationship. And, and, but then it, then that person sees that and uses it as a, as leverage over the other person. Yeah. And yeah it's just, it's horrible, man. <sighs> and then, then you're just in this horrible situation. Uh, yeah. If you can, if you identify that the other person truly isn't wanting to even try to fight for the relationship, that's when it's time to have the hard talk, mm-hmm. right? And maybe it's because you haven't, and you may maybe having the hard talk. Somebody moves out, or you know, okay, fine, I, I guess we will have to split up because if you're not willing to, then then I'm not going to be in a relationship, a loveless relationship, ultimately, or where you're not trying to put any effort towards our growth. Um, and then that person's like, oh shoot, I always thought I'd have this leverage over this person. Like they'd never leave me so I could be a jerk. No, I don't want to be without Mm -hmm. them. And then maybe that pulls them into the fight for the relationship. But if they're like not, you have to, you have, again, you have to be, have enough courage or you have to have the eyes to identify it. Right. And then you have to have the courage to be like, okay, then this is what it is. Mm. You know, too, 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 all too often people are like, well, then this is the relationship as it stands and I'll stay in it and I'll just be miserable. Mm. Right. Because you hold on to these little moments that that person was good to you mm. in between these massive moments where you're miserable. So when I was in a bad relationship, my cousin asked me one question. He said, are you happy? And I was like, what do you mean? Because I was in a relationship where I was constantly holding on and I was, it's exactly how I just described it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, and I said, he goes, no, man, it's a simple question. Are you happy? And I said, no, nah, man, I'm miserable. We fight all the time. He's like, then you have your answer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. Yeah, and that person abused me because they knew I would do anything to hold on to the relationship or to them or whatever. And they, you know. Mm. So, yeah, man, I think that's a huge thing to kind of have that strength. It's and the strength to fight for it. It's strength to, to, to fight to leave it if necessary. Mm-hmm. Right? We all deserve better. Right? Yeah. Um, and some people don't, <laughs> there's some jerks out there who probably deserve to get stomped on a little bit. You know, I don't know. I'm, I, Whoa, you know, you know, wait a minute. Uh, I, I mean, be real. You know, some pretty fucked up people, don't uh, you? I mean, maybe not right now that you're close to, but you've met some pretty uh, fucked up people and you're such a nice guy. You're probably not like, yeah, I hope he gets his heart shit on, but I'll be honest. <laughs> I know some people who've done some pretty messed up things to others in their relationships. Right. Yeah. And I'm not talking about little like th- things or even like, you know, things that you would consider. Mess- I'm talking like evil shit. Yeah. And we've talked on some of the episodes. Jennifer's read stories off of her. I'm like, damn, that's some cold shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Maybe that person doesn't deserve a good relationship in the next relationship. Yeah. Right? Hurt, hurt people hurt. But, but people. you're the, but see, and then yeah. here I am being like, 
I don't know, I've gotten old and jaded maybe, but you're like, well, I hope they find a good relationship so that they can become a better person. That's you, isn't it? Yeah. That is me, actually. That is, and, and I love it. Yeah, I love it. And, I, and yeah. deep down, deep down, you know I'm that person, Oh, too. for sure. But yeah. I'm not going to feel sorry for that person if they're in a bad relationship yeah. when they were a bad person to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, I mean, there's a season where you got to bear the fruit, yeah. you know? Because you gotta... maybe they need to be treated like that to say, oh, damn, I probably should be better. Yeah. Right? Uh, but mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I went in that direction. <laughs> <laughs> You're sweating. Also, that was a good one. Yes. Give us another good one. Uh, let's see. I want Jen's take on some. Oh of this shoot! Stuff yeah, too, we kind of just we kind of yeah. I think you're a different person, person before you um get married. So it'll be very easy to answer that. Like oh if, for sure. Yeah. If someone asks you how will you handle if we drift apart, I wouldn't let that happen. Or if I recognized mm-hmm. it, I would do A, B, and yeah. C. And you know, you want to sound like a compassionate person, mm-hmm. but once it does happen, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it, it'll because, be totally different because how you know is it just who are you? We haven't seen each other all week. Yeah. How are you going to reconnect? And who are you now? Mm-hmm. Like what you changed, mm-hmm. or else you wouldn't have drifted apart. Mm-hmm. I, well, there's no guarantees, but you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. We both changed. So yeah. J- Jennifer's exactly right. Who are you now? Because at that point, yeah. you might be like, I don't care anymore. Yeah, we've drifted apart. Mm-hmm. It's over. It's over. Mm-hmm. But you know, I guess you'd want to just hear that they would care. And want to do something about it. Yeah. So I think that that kind of question is hard. And this is hard as well. How would you expect to cope with our sexual ebbs and flows? Ooh. And how do you expect to get grat- get sexual, your sexual needs met if I'm not meeting them? Mm. So That's a good one. So would, would you open the door to sharing your views on masturbation oh. and pornography or even consensual non-monogamy such as an open marriage? Whoa! So, bro, <laughs> bro, let's drop that last one. But that's a, it's almost in line with the question we just answered, which mm. is, and these are good questions because these are what happen when you're mm. with someone for a long time. Distance. Now, the distance isn't just emotional. That's why this is a great question. It can be physical in the sense of sexual, right? Mm. Like you sexually drift apart, right? It's the same partner. So, yeah. to that point, how would you deal with ebbs and flows? That's a great question. Right? <laughs> I'm not answering it. <laughs> I mean, what do you think someone would say? Like, oh, um, like if we weren't connecting, <clears throat> I would plan a romantic dinner Ro- I for would, us. We would do role playing. Yeah. And blah, 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 blah. Well, I, I <laughs> if I might be so bold to take a swipe at it, please do. I think whenever there's like ebbs and flows in you know sexual intimacy. Mm-hmm then there's there's obviously something that you know either I or my wife does not feel safe or I'm not doing something whether it's her love language like there's a gap yeah there's there's a gap that's deeper than than the sexual intimacy Absolutely. that's not being fulfilled mm-hmm. And so I always beg the to actually literally ask the question and it's beyond sex is, what am I not fulfilling as a husband mm-hmm. to to get my wife in the position to want to even consider having sex? Because women are tied. Sex is just not sex for women. Mm-hmm. Like there's emotions. They got to feel safe. Mm-hmm. 
you gotta you gotta uh well there's a track it has to be a mutual yeah, yeah. yeah. you gotta compliment each other um and whatever that looks like whether it be flirting throughout the day you know mm-hmm. you, you, whatever those things are like yeah you gotta work through those together but that takes work and when mm-hmm. some of those things stop that mm-hmm. usually is the bridge that that kind of is closed to having sexual intimacies because to a certain degree there's something missing yeah and it, and Absolutely. it's not just for women it's also for yeah. men too there's some space that came up that was created yeah and you have to address what what made that space what put that space between you absolutely because right? if you don't then you're just forcing it if someone mm-hmm. brings it up and mm-hmm. the other person tries oh let me fix that because that's what i'm supposed to do is fix mm-hmm. my marriage and then they just comply mm-hmm. and then it's just the act for the sake of the act because we're married right mm-hmm. and so i i remember a couple a friend who was telling me that and like it's <laughs> clockwork man blah, blah blah and then the wife was like yeah i just you know that's you know it's yeah. basically she shrugged it off like it's my responsibility so on this day worst. and this day he he does it and i'm like what kind of like there's no passion you know yeah. and i'm driven by passion yeah right so so yeah man you have to Id- identify those things and so you hit it right on the head i agree with you 100 yeah. percent. like that you have to kind of look at that now what as far as the it's what what created the space you have to be i'm gonna say brutal but this is gonna sound a little brutal but you have to be real you know mm. and, and as far as addressing it like Tell me why you're not, and let's let's boil it all down. Let's mm-hmm. boil it down to just attraction, mm-hmm. right? Mm. Okay, because what if you're just tired <laughs> for ten years? <laughs> well, you know what I'm ooh. saying. This is just talking about like how often are you having sex? Well, what that's if- the conversation to have. Yeah. yeah, like like it could be. Hey, I work two jobs. Yeah, I don't feel attractive, or or even like in the mood and that conversation has to happen right oh let's let me let's go out on a date and let's 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 break you away from all the the work yeah absolutely absolutely i'm 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 boiling it down to traction because i'm saying i'm I'm talking about attraction as far as attracted to the person uh intellectually emotionally physically Mm. it's not attraction doesn't have to just be physical but you were attracted which made you attracted to them sexually through all these other attractions, mm-hmm. right? Now, if someone becomes a loser and he he's, he doesn't care about this and he's not as he doesn't like uh, stimulate her intellectually anymore, stimulate, <laughs> mm. or like, or he's let himself go. Like, we have to have these are real these are real things. So oh, we're not yeah. going to skirt these things. Like, that's probably the number one thing is people change not only the way they act, the way they behave emotionally. And their physical appearance, right? Mm. Is it unreasonable to say, I'm not physically attracted to you anymore, right? Mm -hmm. And that's not shaming. Like, it just is the truth. And if you want the truth to your point, you have to be willing to, like, be vulnerable, but also accept what's being said. Mm. You don't have to say it nasty. Well, what is it? Well, you kind of just let, you know, let yourself go in a sense that you're not making an effort. Mm. And I try to look good for you and look good for myself and blah, blah, blah. Those conversations happen a lot, Mm. right? And there's nothing wrong with it. And it's not shallow. I hate that it's, well, shallow. You should just love him regardless. But I work hard and he gets to have this beautiful wife and he just lets himself go. Mm. And now I have to still be attracted to him. How's that fair? Does this make (laughs) sense? Yeah. And it, it, it sounds shallow, but is it really shallow? And it's not just... Like, what got him to be physically, let himself go physically? There had to be some emotional disconnection. Oh, There yeah. had to be some, maybe intellectual, or, like, you don't just stop trying. 
Yeah. You stop trying because other things have broken down. Yeah. Right? It's like a car doesn't just stop. There's components within the vehicle that have broken mm-hmm. that make the car stop. So you got to get to the heart of that. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I'm putting attraction as to all these things together. Something is broken. Right? So how do we reconnect? And and if we don't, if we can't share what is created, to your point, this rift, this space, then we can't fill the gap. We can't mm. build the bridge. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so I don't want it to come off shallow at all, but. Build a bridge with Build me. a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> I can I see. That's why across the bridge. <laughs> uh, lights but, are dark. And, 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 and. So and how I'll, would you identify, or uh, talk about how do you expect to get sexual needs met if. You're not having them met. So, th- so that's a, so that's the second part of this question. So we mm-hmm. talked about where it's just straight up whatever we just weren't doing anymore because of the most basic thing, like we drifted apart. Yeah. So that's the basics. So now let's go into the second part where it's like, okay, <laughs> our sexual desires have shifted. I'm into mm. through to what Jennifer read on that question. You got you started watching some weird porn. What, whatever you got yeah. into, your 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 whatever stimulates you changed. And now your 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 wife and ordinary sexual yeah. behavior is is not appealing to you. <laughs> so can can like I don't know how because that's just hasn't happened. You know, I've been married for twenty mm. years. I never was like Jennifer. Now now I need you to wear this, and mm. we have to drive over here, and we have to be facing east. <laughs> and <laughs> like, you got to like, grow a bush, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> fortunately, <Yahtzee>. fortunately, <laughs> it hasn't like. You know what I mean? It hasn't gone that route. You haven't gone that route yet. (laughs) Hey, like people change, those things change, right? What turned you on changes. So to to what Jennifer's just about to ask, and because we, you know, she said it earlier, how do you have that? Like, how do you have that conversation? And what if the other person is like, I'm not comfortable with that, and I know it will help you, but it won't help me. I'm not into it. Mm. What do you think about that? I mean, I think. To your point earlier, what mm-hmm. we've been saying, I think it's just throughout time, you're going to have that under, because I truly believe that in the sanction of a marriage, you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Bring your freakiest ideas. <laughs> I like that. Okay. I love that. Yeah. And, and, but, but there's times where, yeah, like, no, nah, that ain't, uh, uh-uh, yeah. cool. No. You don't, don't want to no. go do that with me. No, I'm fine. Yeah. Like, uh, uh I, I don't get it. Yeah. And I'm not into it. And I'm not and, into it. But is that person wrong? Should they be, I mean, Within reason, I think you can open your mind. Within reason, yeah. oh, but yeah. if something genuinely makes you uncomfortable, how are you going to get up for it? Yeah. yeah. Well, not that's to my point. It's just I think throughout time, you got to communicate to your partner. Yeah. You can't just like show spring, up. Spring this. Yeah. Like we haven't done it in months. What's wrong? Uh, well, I've kind of gotten into yeah. this, and I was too scared. And, and that could Before be it. I was you too make scared the purchases. To, yeah. Too scared to share this. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> you know before you buy it like, oh, yeah. just have that conversation mm-hmm. and and you should be in a place like what we talked about earlier there should be safety now you've mm-hmm. kind of figured out the bridge and kind of the things that we're missing so now you should be in like a great yeah. place to have just safe to point, conversations meet a little bit like i'll, I'll wear yeah. the leather but there's going to be no whips yeah yeah <laughs> like let's compromise uh-huh. let's negotiate Jen's like, yeah, so, do you think. <laughs> so you thought so you think so you think. you'll do whatever i say Happy damn holidays. it <laughs> there's another list on this list that's oh. the 50 sex bucket list ideas to try 56 bucket ideas 
sex, sex bucket, bucket list. Oh, 50 sex bucket list Listen, ideas. Save, to Jennifer, try. save that because that's a whole nother episode. Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole nother episode. Oh. Um, let's do one more question. Listen, that, that sex one, these are good. These are such good questions that we've only gotten through like two or three. I think so. Only two or three. And, and it's because they are good questions. Three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And it's like, we're digging in it. I'm telling you, man. This is a good one. Whose career would take precedence if it, it became necessary? That, I think that's important. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, Whose career yeah. would take precedence if what now? <clears throat> if it became necessary, so to have that conversation. Let's say, oh, you got to move for this job. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you like um, have a kid and you want one person to stay home, who has the more important? Yeah. However, mm-hmm. the scenario yeah. shakes out. Whose career takes precedence? Mm. Um, I'm, I'll start on this one. Oh, what? I, I think that um, that that's to what we've been saying all along. It's it's genuinely it's like conversation, right? Yeah. The easy answer and would be my first kind of uh, thing I would bring up would be financial, financial or yeah. finances, right? Fiscally, what would keep us safe, financially safe, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time. You have to consider, then you go to the next tier, which I would say is passion. Like, mm-hmm. who enjoys their job and is passionate about it? Because if someone makes a lot of money, but they're miserable, well, then I have to go be miserable, right? Mm. Um, and I'll come home miserable. But so then you got to ask, okay, well, what if someone does this job and it means so much to, to them? And they're, um, and, and, and the other person's like, well, I make more money than you, but I hate what I do, mm. right? And this is your dream. This is your passion. Like, I want to support that. Let's just, you know, peel back a little bit on our finances. You know, however that happens. Mm -hmm. So there's just a lot of things I think you have to talk. Well, of course, communication we have to talk about, right? But I think in my mind, I would start with finances and then passion. Um, And then opportunity would come last. Mm -hmm. Like, what exactly is this opportunity? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I know I've probably got those backwards where the opportunity and the passion should be uh, above the finances but my mind always works that way i don't know why mm. i'm always considering like okay if, if we're going down to one income what does that look like yeah and that's just from you know growing up and you know we we weren't rich you know you, we were we're I, I think we're like what you would consider middle class growing up right mm-hmm. you know we had but not much um and then struggling ourselves as young adults like fending for ourselves so i'm um, finances are always on my mind like mm. i want to be fiscally responsible and be like, no, I'll quit my career that I've had and I went to school for just yeah. because you want to work a nonprofit or whatever the case, <laughs> right? Uh, and, and that may be the, the path mm-hmm. once the agreement is kind of worked through. But I, I think that those things have to be considered because it's only, it's going to get hard. Yeah. You know, you um, a couple times have had to come down to one income. Mm-hmm. And so these conversations you've had to have, right? Mm-hmm. Um. And when Jennifer and I had to do that, it was like, uh, I wanted to support where she was at and she wanted to support my passion. But my first thing when I brought up was finances. But then we talked about passion where she was passionate about coming to support my passion, mm-hmm. my dream. Uh, and then it became opportunity. Well, this is an opportunity that we maybe t- take advantage of um, in the current state of the world. And then I had to, okay, go back to finances. Okay, how can I sort this out to fix these other two things and feel safe and provide for Jennifer and Nessa 
um, just solely off of what I'm doing. Well, not I, but what mm-hmm. we are now doing. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of the map that I had mm-hmm. for that. So, you know, we've been down this road and you've been down it. So oh, that's, yeah. that's my view. So <clears throat> where, where are you at on it? I, and I think it's a partnership. It, mm-hmm. I think it truly is one of those things where I don't think one is important over the other. I mm-hmm. think it's like, let's sit down, have a conversation. What mm-hmm. is exactly you want to do? How can we get each other there? Absolutely. How can mm-hmm. I support you? Vice versa. Yep. Does it look like you have to take a downshift? Mm-hmm. Does it look like you got to stay at home? Like I, it's just all about a partnership in my Absolutely. mind. And yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. Like I'm living through that question. Mm-hmm. We're living through that question right now. And, yeah. and it was the best decision I ever made. Yeah. Cause I, that we made me and Angie because we had that partnership conversation. I I told her, I said, I'd rather go to single income, let you finish up your degree and find out exactly what you want to do. Yeah. I rather you do that than just go get another job just to get another job. Because that's the cycle our parents showed us. Yeah. That's the cycle all of our parents showed us. And, and it's not wrong because yeah. I saw that's the cycle I actually had with Jennifer for a while because that's what I saw. You work. Mm-hmm. Both people work. That's mm-hmm. what you do to get by. Yeah. And so for us to have the courage to kind of go a different route, you know what I'm saying? Like, I told her that. Yeah. I was like, this opportunity is not mm-hmm. usual. Like, yeah. who who's what, what, what man going to come to you talking about, hey, just so you know, you can yeah. quit anything you, you're doing and mm-hmm. just take a seat. Find out what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Go back to school. Finish your yeah. degree. Oh, it's, by the way, yeah. I'll carry everything yeah. for you mm-hmm. to make sure that you get to your passion. Yeah. Like, you're rare, that's the love well, that I have for Angel. You're a rare breed. I always say it. And I'm not just blowing you're smoke. You're not like, average. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, average. You're above average. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 but that's so much trust that you had, right? Oh, yeah. In the relationship and what she was capable of. Because I knew once. Yeah. That's the other part is there's one thing of doing that mm-hmm. and then trusting your partner. You know, those yeah. type of partners where, like, they try um, Every, like, inventions. Like, now I'm going to do this. Yeah. And I already do that. But, but, but with, that's person's yeah. peeling money away from the, the yeah, house, from to, the house. To, to do these things. Yeah. But with Ange, it was more so I knew her and I know mm-hmm. that once she gets focused, mm-hmm. It's it's game over. Yeah. Like she is, it's it. So like I, I trusted her because I knew like, hey, if I make this decision, I know the investment is mm-hmm. gonna come back because she's gonna, yeah. she's gonna do what she says well, she's gonna do. You already got the investment back beyond beyond just what your relationship has grown into, but what she has done as a mother yeah. has been oh, extraordinary. Oh yeah, that's another part. Yeah, has been extraordinary. I mean, yeah. Bo is amazing, and yeah, I, he would not. You. And I'll say it openly, he would not be as intelligent and as amazing as he is if mm-hmm. Angie wasn't home and she like, I mean, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like the diet and the, and the learning and she didn't just stay home and say, I'll just stay home and watch him. And just watch. She him. was like, no, I'm she going to things. teach yeah. him like, and, and put him through school basically. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Kid out of education yeah. before oh, yeah. he, before starting before an education. Yeah. yeah. So and he's doing well. Yeah. I'm really telling you well. like it, it's, it's definitely it, it, it balanced. It was like the perfect balance for your marriage, I believe. Yeah. Right. And and I'll say this, and I, and I may be wrong, but even if I feel like if Angie never even wanted to go back, because you guys are you know going to have another child, mm-hmm. um, I feel like I, your relationship would would just be stronger. It would just be as strong and just continue to grow strong. I don't yeah. know if Angie would ever have to go do something, but but I know 
Angie would want to because mm-hmm. she's she's um, that's she, who she is. Yeah, well, and she's intelligent and she's artistic, and there's definitely things that she'd want to pursue. Yeah, right. Yeah, but giving her the time to kind of like uh, be an amazing mother and wife, and then also to, you know go after these things. That's huge, man. That's huge. Yeah. And I want to ask Jennifer. Is that what you? I was going to ask Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Like you, same thing. Mm-hmm. Like when we had to come down to our current situation, what was that thought process? Kind of like the way Shankle was talking about it. I think it um, it just made sense to not be selfish, but to be uh, more of a team. Like, what is the best option, mm-hmm. and who? Not only what what is the best option, but who would uh, be the happiest in what they're doing? You know, mm-hmm. does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, so you were you were you're saying that you chose. Uh, Obviously, what I guess kind of like what I was saying, option, yeah. Like, well, if one person saying. was miserable yeah. mm-hmm. and the other person had a passion for what they were doing, mm-hmm. like we would push more towards the the person with the passion than the, you know, yeah. No, it would have to be equal, right? Yeah, of so course. So the best option would be this. Doing this would be the best option financially, mm-hmm. right, for the family, mm-hmm. and would make you happy. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you wanted to just be, I don't know. Just a like traveling jujitsu instructor, like that's what I want to do. Like, but would it? We're about that van life. <laughs> would it be financially um, beneficial to the family? Mm-hmm. Okay, then we we could do. So that. you're on the same as me. Finance, yeah. passion. Mm-hmm. What was my last one? Damn. I was deep mm. on that. And I totally forgot. Sexiness. Mm. Well, I mean, sexiness is. I, I think, think it was finance, sexy. passion, and touching it. Is that, <laughs> yeah. is that what it was? Yeah. Well, you, yeah. yeah. That or was else, it. That was it. Or else, how are you going to uh, decide? I mean, uh, <laughs> like, how else are you going to decide, right? My back. <laughs> so when you think about getting married, what do you think is the most important one an important question that you think you should ask? Oh. You're what? asking us this. Yeah. <sighs> Knowing that you're married now, what's something you wish you would have asked before Ooh. getting married? But my head went straight to sex. Did it? But it was like a joke. I was like, what's your favorite position? But oh. I should know that by now, right? Like, oh, you let me Like, that's time. not, yeah, I don't know. Because we were just Obama. joking about it. But no, that's that's a good question. So like, one of these, to get your brain wet, one yeah. of these questions, <laughs> it made me think um, was, are you committed to counseling if and when we need it? That's it. Because oh. the, the number of women I've seen mm. who say that their partner doesn't believe, quote, in counseling and refuses to go and tell yep. their problems to a stranger is too high. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, you know what? I'm taking that one. I'm going to go 110. That has to be that. that. Has to be. Listen, man, that's, that's to such be. a good one. And, and I want to, like, put a little – I want to put something out in the atmosphere. Number one, okay, men, I was that guy. For a long time, I did not believe in it. I was like, mm. I'm not gonna, this person's not gonna tell me nothing. Like, I know more than this person. It's not me, it's you. You gotta fix this shit you're dealing with. You know, I was so, I, was, I, was, I don't wanna say dismissive, I was ignorant, mm-hmm. right? I was ignorant to the, uh, and then when, when my partner was seeing therapists, they were trash and, and so it was like, then it was like, okay, see, it just the fortified, therapist the therapists were. And so oh, it just fortified, it. Okay. yeah, fortified my stance that it was useless, that it was like, yeah. it's a joke, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then we even went to a church sponsored one, which I'm glad, I love that churches do these things, yeah. but they're cookie cutter. 
Oh yeah, there's you know a, there's saying? a secular there's a, and a spiritual. Yeah, there's they're cookie cutter in the mm-hmm. sense that there's they, they can't that person. It's like like for us, it was like a group and they were following along with books and videos, and it was like you know what I'm saying. It's cookie cutter. It's it's oh yeah, you know, and it was good. It was good information, but it's one size fits all kind of thing, which relationships are not. No. So the person can't shift and everything. You know what I mean? And then even yeah. if that's not the case, then the, the beliefs within the religion itself are are within certain confines, right? Um, you know, just love thy husband or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, so, but it comes down to finding the right therapist. And men, you think that you're beyond therapy. You think that you're the smartest guy and your wife's the one that needs it. And all this rah-rah because she's emotional. And I was, mm. look, I say this because I know it because I was that guy. Um, and then you are the mm. one who, you, you opened me up and you said, listen, it helped me and Angie, and I was just like, yeah, but what do they tell you? And then you told me a few things, and then yeah. I remember I, I to, do remember right? this. And then yep. I had a conversation with Angie because yep. I was like, okay, that's Shank's side of it. Let yeah. me talk to Angie. And we, I, me and Angie went to lunch, and she opened my mind more. And I said, okay, well, now it's about finding the right therapist. Yeah. And so I wanted a therapist who had certain – Jennifer and I agreed to have to have certain uh, – basically, we want a therapist that wasn't a medicating guy, like didn't believe in medication. Mm, we didn't, got it. Because the point was getting Jennifer off <laughs> or of Or didn't medication. resort to Didn't resort to medication because that was her situation with previous yeah. therapists. This yeah. fly is going to mess up our video, bro. We're all – We're all like this. And so then after going through therapy, right, I tell everyone – that talks to me about it. Like it wasn't just the therapy alone. Jennifer and I also read books. We would buy mm-hmm. books, two copies you did the of work. We did the book club. You and did the work. The therapy helped. Any, anyway, we found the right therapist and we were both willing to fight and for our relationship and follow the steps we were being given, but also just, just, just go mm-hmm. through it. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm telling you, man, like even the first couple of sessions, I remember being like, what am I paying for? What the hell is this even for? Like mm. she just sits there and listens. And I realized later that she was picking her spots. She wasn't, I thought therapy was you tell me, you listen, A, either you have one that just listens and how does that make you feel? You know what I mean? Yeah. Then it was like the other ones that just tell you how you should feel. And it's okay. You know, yeah. I can get that from anyone. But I don't know. She, she lets just, you work she it out. She guided us. Yeah. She, and she, yeah, it's like we worked it out in front of her while she just interjected when she had to. And it taught us how to communicate. And honestly, that was four years ago. And we're happier than we've, I mean, I'll say it. Mm-hmm. We're happier than we've ever been. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, new love, obviously, but we're in a different relationship. We're in different places in our life. Um, and we're so happy. And we've learned and we've retained all the the, the tools that we were given to yeah. communicate and to be happy. Um, and that all came through therapy. Now, will it always work? No. And initially when we went in, Jennifer didn't like this, but I said, look, we both have to agree that if this doesn't work, we have to be willing to walk away mm. that, you know, we're going to give it this go. But I hear what Jennifer was saying. She was like, well, it sounds like you're already putting your mind there that, that it's mm-hmm. not going to work. I said, well, no, I'm preparing myself. Cause I always prepare for the worst kind of, I was mm. like that kind of person. Mm-hmm. I have to know that we're okay that if it didn't work that we did give it a try. Mm-hmm. And, but again, I see where she's come from that it sounded like I wasn't trying to give it a try going in. Mm. But as soon as we were in there, then I realized how much we were both fighting for it and oh, how much we loved each other, right? That part. And then it was like, okay. The, oh, and then yeah. I'm telling you, man, like I will tell anyone, be open, be open to it. Don't be like a freaking egotistical piece of shit. Like that's what I'll tell you. Like, Cause I was Ooh. that guy. I say it because I was him. Yeah. Right. I was certain. 
You I were also certain. worried or concerned that they were going to kind of bash you. Yeah, I, I felt, and that's mm. vulnerable. Well, it's a vulnerability from yeah, a stranger, yeah, yeah. and that's what it, that's when I say like egotistical. You're doing this wrong. Yeah, you, yeah. like it was going to be her and I against him. Yeah, yeah. And, so, yeah. and I think that's the ego of the man. Of men, and certain degree, there mm-hmm. are some shitty counselors that actually to that do point. that. To that so point, I'm glad yeah. that yeah. didn't happen. So, yeah. so that's number two. Because I, that, I know somebody that happened to. Yeah, and uh, so that's number two. I say yeah. is you got to do your research and do find it. a therapist. And if it's not working, don't be afraid to go to another therapist. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. If if again you want to keep fighting for it, then the last thing I'll say is you have to be open to what's being shared and what's being revealed, mm-hmm. right? And then act accordingly. Mm-hmm. If you are unhappy with what's being revealed, then act accordingly. Okay, then this is what I thought it was. Go- this is what I was afraid of, and this is the, what shows me we can't be together. Or now you know you okay. This like this is bringing me closer to you in a way that I never thought I'd ever mm-hmm. uh, experience, mm-hmm. and now I want to fix this. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So again, I, I I'm I'm I went on this long tangent because I want to tell men because again. And I, ta- I have friends that I talk to now who still act so cocky about it. Like, mm. my wife wants to go to therapist and psh, I'll tell that that therapist be eating out of my hand, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, and I just, I know that guy. <laughs> I recognize him. 90s? <laughs> I recognize him. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> you know. So I'm yeah. like, dude, can, I tell everyone all the time. And, yeah, and, and, and people appreciate that Jennifer and I are so open about it. You know, yeah. um, it's your testimony. It's my testimony. Yeah. Right. And it, honestly, had you not been open to me about it, we wouldn't have did it. That part, Can bro. You, you know what I'm saying? That part. You know? What about you, Shank? Anything you think that it made you think of that you would definitely want to know before you got married? I think it's that. Yeah. That right there. That's amazing. I, that's I, an amazing one. Oh, my gosh. That's mm-hmm. such, such a good, good one. one. <laughs> I mean, wow. I don't like, know I wouldn't what have thought to, to even ask that one. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one. To have the foresight to know that potentially, like, re- relationships drift. They do. It's basically, it, it sums up everything we've been talking about. Oh, when yeah. all these things happen, I need to know, are you willing to go to counseling to fix it. Mm. I mean, out of the park. You can even take that and do that as like your, because you know how people, they like to redo vows and all that. So you could be like, Reintroducing yes. each other to a new ch- chapter in your marriage—that's mm-hmm. also another cool you, way to use that. Um, being an advocate for you know the proper therapy. Yeah. Right? Do you want to say anything of that to the men out there who think they're? Uh, oh my god! You know that it's a waste. Man, it's it's so healthy. It is mm-hmm. so healthy to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I started mm-hmm. going. Shoot, actually, a couple months ago, I haven't talked to Lori in a minute, but. Um, around first six months when I was back to my current job, mm-hmm. I was I was going to individual therapy mm-hmm. just because I knew I needed it. I needed to unpack some things okay. that just didn't that felt that I was just kind of stuck in, mm-hmm. and it 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 um it freed me of that because awesome. what what it is is when you're able to unpack things that are so personal and intimate to you, it starts to enable you to love others a little bit freer with with less guard and more mm-hmm. vulnerability. That's what you want. Yeah. It's more vulnerability Absolutely. in marriages. Yeah. And in order to get there, you got to work on some things on the inside. Mm-hmm. And one way to do that, you can do that through, through, through therapy. Mm-hmm. They're They're here for a reason. And I, I, you know, I'm a believer, but I also go through spiritual and I also go through secular. Mm-hmm. So when I have my therapy, 
uh, a couple months ago, that was secular okay. because I needed a, a perspective just to understand kind of like, what am I experiencing from a secular perspective? Mm-hmm. And then I, and then I bounce into spiritual, but mm-hmm. to have a natural balance of what is available to you that mm-hmm. complements what you need, um, take advantage of it, but be aware of what you need first yeah. and then take advantage of those things. Absolutely. And then so, again, it comes back to, good relationship like having a relationship that you can feel safe in yeah it's the same thing with your therapist you have to have someone that you feel will protect what you're sharing and yeah. help protect you when you're being vulnerable like they're not all good dude it's like have, finding a good barber finding a mm-hmm. good mechanic right mm-hmm. um you have sometimes you got to go clear. through you but you have to some. you can't let the first or second even like that's a crappy one if you're not getting what you need it's like it's like every, what i've been saying this whole time in any relationship friendships or otherwise like if you're not getting what you feel you need to to be happy or safe get out of that relationship mm-hmm. and go find someone else mm-hmm. and i believe that with therapists man mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. Yeah. that's a dope one man that's a good it's one it's so to end hard on. to find a therapist though it is oh it is no it so is hard. it is but you go through it to get to it you know mm-hmm. i mean if you're if you want to heal right and sometimes like me personally i've told you guys a lot of my therapy prior to like my personal therapy mm-hmm. is is online. Right? Mm-hmm. We've talked about that. Mm-hmm. Like I watch and read a lot of things and people that I trust um, as far as the message they pr- they put out there. So that's that's yeah. you know that's me my, my, like self taught therapy. Oh yeah, you know. But for my relationship, it, that wasn't going to work because there was another person in the in the equation. Yeah, you know yep. what I mean. Um, but yeah, however, but mental health, man, like yeah. mental to emotional to to all of it. You know what I'm saying. Uh, take care of yourself first, or how are you going to take care of anyone else? Yeah, you know I, mean? I got a question I would ask. Okay, yeah. Well, well it's not really a question, but it's more so uh, a practice. Is you know, I want to I want to get to know your friends. I want to get to know, and this is you know questions asked before marriage. So mm-hmm. I want to get to know your friends, your your most intimate circles, because I want to know what type of community you surround yourself around yes. because there is influence yes, when it there comes is. to around people that you Listen, kick it with. If bro. I could quote, if I could Who quote, are you kicking yeah. it with? If I could quote SFP, something for the people, one of the best songs ever. How's a bitch with no man? I'm going to tell you how to treat your man. <laughs> gang, gang. Gang, gang. I actually said bro. that to a friend, a friend, like a friend's wife. And she was just like, her friends were constantly causing friction in the relationship and she'd come to me and it was my, and her husband was my friend and she blah, blah, blah. I was like, mm-hmm. none of your friends have boyfriends. And if they, and whenever they do, they're like ex cons or this or that. And your, your man is taking care of you and put you up in a house and doing all these things for you. And you're listening to these bees, right? Mm. Buzzing in your ear. And I was like, so I just said, I was like, how's a bitch with no man who can't keep a good man going to tell you how to treat your man? think about it and then i had to point out to her that it's jealousy they're mad because you have something great and they're miserable and misery loves company and they mm. want you just as miserable as them how many times have you seen that right? oh my god so gosh. you hit it on the head my man like you got to pay attention to not even just their influence because everyone can have a, free, a crazy free friend right mm-hmm. like everyone's got that friend but how do they handle that friend yeah right and you got to be open for me to come to you and have a conversation with you to be like yo here's yeah. the deal yeah so and so we're going we're we're going here. So and so is going that way. Right. And I I can't and have her dragging you down. <laughs> like I just want you to have awareness. Mm-hmm. A yeah. B yep. let's let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and C like you got to be open if we're going to have if we're going to continue this 
person in our relationship, you know, because you know, to a certain degree, you marry your spouses or your yeah. partners, yeah, friends, friends and, and stuff. So, and, mm-hmm. yeah, like we got to understand and have an understood. So back to communication. Yep. Yep. You gotta have a conversation. Absolutely, gotta have a That's conversation, a good one. man. That's a good one. Give yeah. me that one. Dab on that one. Dab on that, that one right there. Well, that was good. And <sighs> the next one, we'll do the freaky questions. One. Okay, Ooh, all right. We call that so, one Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. It's Freaky Friday. <laughs> well, Chris as Brown's always, body. you didn't ask for it, but you got it. And as the old saying goes, bye. bye.